What does it look like to meet with God and make Him known to children, to teenagers, and to young adults? Well, the person that I get to interview today, I got to see in action the first time, in sort of an unexpected way. I was at a school, an elementary school, with my daughter Anastasia, who was in high school, doing a ballet performance. And she and her ballet company were getting ready for this big performance in the gym. And all these elementary children started streaming in and filling this gym. Scores of children. I would guess there were probably two or three hundred children in that gym by the time they all came in, and my daughter was preparing to do this performance. Well, there was a lot happening in that gym, as you might well anticipate, with that many children. And all of a sudden, this woman stepped into the middle of the gym. I had no idea that she worked there, but she was my friend from church. Her name is Wendy Hickox, and she stepped into the middle of that gym. And with the most beautiful spirit, she quieted a roomful of children who began to pay rapt attention to her as she talked to them. As I watched Wendy, I was in awe of how she was able to communicate with so much love and so much grace, and also with so much authority to the children simultaneously. She was an epic teacher, and I was in awe that I knew her from church. Well, wouldn't you know it? Just a couple months later, Wendy won Teacher of the Year at her school, which was a well deserved. Award. And shortly thereafter, I began the Family Disciple Me ministry, and I knew that Wendy needed to be on the team. And so she has been. And today I have the opportunity to interview her as we continue in our Meet with God, Make Him Known Mondays episodes. I can't wait to hear what she has to share with us. I believe it's going to impact my life personally, and I'm certain it will impact yours too. So I'm going to cue the intro, and then we'll be right back to hear from my friend and Family Disciple Me team member, Wendy Hickox. Discipleship starts with a conversation. Yes, God's Word teaches every Christ follower that we're the ones who can lead others God has entrusted to us into these discipleship conversations. However, just as often, other people lead us into these conversations by discipling us and giving us their godly examples to follow. That's what this series of special episodes is about. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry, and in these interview episodes, I get the privilege of talking with some amazing, godly people about how they personally meet with God and then make Him known through their lives. I believe we're all going to be encouraged, inspired, and challenged through this. So let's get this conversation started. Wendy, welcome. I am so glad you're here with me this afternoon. I could not be more honored to be part of this podcast and that you asked me to come and be interviewed. Well, I know this has been a very full day for you. Tell me about what your life has been like the last two days. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, for the last two days, we just started back to school. I am an elementary school teacher, and right now I'm in a position of coaching. So I get the opportunity to work with adults, teachers, and then I get to work with all children, K through five, which is a new position for me. 
Um, so we just got back into school, and the last two days, not so much fun, just adults. Today, children arrived back on campus. Amazing. So much better. I love that. You have such the heart of a teacher. Your your day is complete when the children show up. Yes, they showed up and it was like, oh, everything is good now. Everything is right with the world. We can now continue on. The last two days when you're just trying to plan, talk with teachers, get things prepared, a little bit more on the sketchy side. <laughs> but now on the great side. Yes, children on the great are side. in the house. Yes, yes. It, my heart is filled. <laughs> and no wonder you won Teacher of the Year. Oh, thank you so much. It was such an honor that year to win Teacher of the Year and to be acknowledged for the hard work that all teachers put in. Not that I was doing anything different than any other teachers, but just that little acknowledgement goes so far. I love that. I loved that for you. My heart was so happy for you. And I still brag about that for you every time I introduce you to somebody. So Wendy is officially our Teacher of the Year on the Family Disciple Me team. She's also our Insta Queen. I'm not sure that Insta Queen is really the right title, but I do work <laughs> on the Instagram page and I enjoy it. And I hope we're getting the material out to all of our audience as much as we can. So if you are one of our Instagram followers, just so you know, Wendy is the person behind Instagram. And yes, we lovingly call her our Insta Queen. We think she's pretty amazing. Thank you so much. I receive it. Please, please receive it. Well, as we start this interview, before we dive into our two big questions, how do you meet with God? How do you make him known? Wendy, would you just tell us a little bit about your background? Obviously, you're a teacher. We've been talking about that. But tell me about who you are in life besides being a teacher. Wow, that's such a deep question, Mm -hmm. actually, to go back into your background (laughs) and see where we came from. Mm -hmm. So blessed. I was blessed with an amazing childhood where I was raised where I knew what was right and wrong. My parents were Catholics. We barely went to church for whatever reason that might be. However, just knew what was right and wrong. Well, I came into high school and I had a friend that really invested in me, started taking me to church every week. Right then and there, I knew there was something different between doing what's right and and knowing what's wrong and having a relationship with Jesus and knowing what's right and knowing what's wrong. So I accepted Jesus into my heart my junior year of high school and just have never turned back since, just seeking the Lord in ways that he has called me to seek him. So that's where it kind of started. And then I went off to college, continued to seek the Lord, came back to Colorado Springs during the summers and had the opportunity to have a job in a local ministry here. And that's actually where I met my husband who traveled cross country. He lived in Georgia and he was traveling cross country and visited this ministry. And we had an opportunity to meet each other, kept in contact, did a little bit of long distance for quite a while. And then um, he asked me to marry him. And so we started there. And from there, we've just grown in our relationship. We have three beautiful children. They're they're growing and grown as we speak. I have a 21-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 16-year-old. So that's where we're at. I've been an elementary school teacher for going on 20, 22 years now. Mm -hmm. I took a a short little break during that stint, uh, about six years to raise my children, which we know you didn't really get to raise them completely. But during that time, I spent 
more time teaching dance. And I actually taught dance for 20 years. So that's a big, huge part of my life. And that's a little bit about me. A question that I've never asked you, Wendy, the way I saw you interact with the kids in the gym that day at your school was because Anastasia was there for her dance performance. Did that have something to do with you? It didn't have something to do with me, but my principal knew that I taught dance while I was still teaching school, and she knew I would want to introduce that program. So I came in, and my heart was just overfilled with joy as I looked at these students putting on their dance shoes, and I was able to speak to our elementary kids about the intricate parts about dance and just able to share a passion outside of school with my kids in school. So it just kind of came together in such a nice way. What a beautiful connection. Mm. I loved that day. It was one of the highlight days of Anastasia's dance journey during high school. And actually, I interviewed Anastasia for the these Meet with God, Make Him Known episodes. So this is the perfect interview to have before we get to publish her interview here in a couple of weeks. But Wendy, as we continue in your story, and teacher, dance teacher, mom, wife, you're actually a police officer's wife. Yes, yes. Which is huge, your sacrifice for our country, our community. I think we forget that when you are part of a police family, it's not just the police officer that's out there, but it really is a family commitment. And when you're called into that work, you as a family are called into it. So we're, I'm so excited that I get to support my husband in that. But yes, it is definitely a family affair. You give to our community in so many ways. And we've talked about that before. I had Wendy on this Family Disciple Me podcast way back, like two and a half years ago now. <laughs> I think that's when you, we were doing it in closets. Yes, we were in Wendy's closet, <laughs> literally huddled as we were in quarantine and we decided yes. to quarantine together for an hour. Yes, we sure did. In the closet. <laughs> in the closet. So we could call that our recording studio. <laughs> and we talked about Wendy as a police officer's wife. And, and Wendy, just as we reengage conversation on podcast, I just want to tell you how grateful we are for your family's sacrifices for the next generation and for our kids community. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Well, Wendy, would you tell us what does it look like for you to meet with God in your personal life? I think through the years it has changed, but it definitely has morphed into every morning I wake up and I get to meet with God. I have the opportunity. I get the privilege of meeting with God. So important to me to start my day off with Jesus. So I get up and I have my coffee. I know I've heard you speak of this several times. And I actually, I know that we went on a retreat recently where we both got up very early, mm -hmm. got our coffee, got to our places, and um, started to have our time with God, our quiet time. So this is how I start my quiet time, how I start my experience with God in the morning so that I can start the rest of my day, the rest of my week. I go into a place in my house called, it's our sunroom. But my husband affectionately has titled it our sunroom, S-O-N, because we spend so much time in there in prayer, so much time in there in the word, so much time speaking with one another, with our family individually. Mm. So this is the place that I have really kind of set aside as my come seek God. When I'm seeking him, I open my Bible and I 
pick up where I started the day before, learning his word, reading his word, meditating on his word. And then as I'm doing that, I have my journal out and I have an opportunity just to write. Sometimes I'm writing down what I'm learning. Sometimes I'm writing down prayers, referencing whatever I might need to be referencing. And then I have an opportunity just to spend time with God in prayer and just listen and hear. Sometimes I find myself speaking more than listening, so I have to slow down and pause and just listen because I want to get my day started. But sometimes just sitting with God and leaning in to what He's telling me is a better way to start than me actually coming forward and always speaking to Him. Wendy, I know that you have very much a morning routine. Before you head to school, you do a lot in the mornings. So you spend time when you're at home in your sunroom. And then I know you exercise before you go to work. So how does that whole rhythm play out in your life? I do. I think that if anyone knew me in my past, they'd be like, there's no way this woman gets (laughs) up in the morning. But we do get up very early around 4.40 in the morning, and I actually go work out, get my workout done, come back, make my coffee, and start my quiet time with the Lord before I head out the door to speak with all of my elementary kids. Mm-hmm. And how many like minutes or how much time do you spend in that? I'm usually exercising between 40 and 45 minutes in the morning. I've just found that with the busyness of life. And when my kids were little, we were carpooling everywhere. And I spent a majority of my time in the car. I mean, I remember telling my husband, we might want to get license plates that say like my office because I felt like I spent (laughs) so much time in the car. And I think that's what pushed us to know after school, you're tired. You Mm -hmm. need to get all of this together in the morning, get it done, start your day fresh. And, and move forward. So that's where that began. So you get up, you spend time exercising, come back, make your coffee, get your coffee, and then go sit down in your sunroom to spend time with Jesus. Yes, okay. absolutely. And when I don't, it's evident. I mean, I just know it's evident because I've not paused for that moment to say, Lord, what is it that you have for us today? What is it that you want me to see today? What do you want me to hear today? Who is it that you need me to touch today? Because it's so important, especially in the job that I'm in, to be aware of what's around me, not only the adults, but the children. So much need, even more so now than it ever has been. So we talk a lot with Family Disciple Me about the phrase, seek him, speak him. And as you spend time seeking him, the automatic outflowing of that is to speak him. How does that play itself out? What does that look like in your life? How do you meet with God and then make him known? There's so many different ways to make him known. For me personally, the most important thing is to, for my own children. So to make him known to my children The only way I could do that is if I knew him personally myself, I was spending the time in the word, then I could go and share it with my own three children. And then that sphere of influence started to come wider and wider with their friends and their friends and their friends. So your sphere of influence grows, I think, as a mama. Your your sphere of influence starts with your children because that's where your heart is and you want your kids to know. And Now, as my kids are grown and growing, I feel like that time was even more precious than I realized it was because as they're out, now they're out of the house and they're in college, 
that time is is small. It's not as big as it was when we were, again, referencing the carpooling and talking. So I start with my kids first. That's my, that's where my heart is and my kids friends in that sphere and all the children that I have influence over. And then from there it grows. It grows out to even adults that don't know the Lord. I think I work in a public school. It's exactly where God has called me. I would never change where I was called to be. And I could share just numerous stories of adults that I've had the opportunity to share the word and what I'm learning that I wouldn't have the opportunity to do in another situation. So then it goes out to the adults. And then I get an opportunity to also share in my job. And I know people say, oh, you're a public school teacher. Kids ask. Kids want to know. Kids share their own faith. Hey, Mrs. Hickox, I'm learning this first in the Bible. Really? Which one? Oh, do you want to know what I'm learning? So I, mm-hmm. it opens a door, and I take full advantage of that, of being able to talk with those kids. And while I was teaching dance, I had an opportunity to work with kids from three and four years old all the way up through high school. And my high school ministry was such an incredible time because we would sit, we would pray, talk about my testimony, what we talk about, our Jesus story. Mm -hmm. I really had an opportunity to speak with them as they're going through typical teenage years. And it was outside of school in a curriculum or in an activity that they enjoy doing. It was just a time from, from the Lord. Is there any story? in particular, that you would share from dance or from school that you think would be encouraging? I think the most encouraging to me is I've been out of dance, teaching dance for several years now. And as I look back, I have so many connections still to my dance students that call me that say, Wendy, Miss Wendy, you you made a difference. My marriage today is different because you shared your story with us. My raising of my children is different. I have several students who have children now, and I guess that does age me, but (laughs) it is exciting to see the way they're raising their children and that they said, you know, when you paused that night after dance and I was going through a really difficult time with my boyfriend, I can think of one student in particular, just a really difficult time. So can, can I pray over you? Can we stop? Everyone had left the room. We sat there and prayed. And this young lady ended up marrying this man that she was dating in high school. And I look at them today and I just think, wow, Lord, your, you, your grace and mercy and love is just in full display in their life. Thank you for the opportunity to pray over them. Wendy, you are just an amazing example to me on so many levels, and we've talked about many aspects of our lives. But in particular, I see you as an amazing mama. So I know that we will have some mamas listening to this podcast, potentially some young mamas. And I just wonder if you would have a word of encouragement for them as far as them seeking God and speaking Him, or them meeting with God and making Him known in their context with young children. I just know that as you are raising children, you're busy. You are in a crazy busy time of life when you have toddlers, when you have infants, when they start getting part of 
extracurricular activities, you're busy. Pause. It's so important. I know you're exhausted. You want to take advantage of every moment you have by yourself. It is so important to spend some of that time with the Lord to rejuvenate, to feel refreshed. That's the time that then you can turn around and pour that back into your own, to your own children. On so many levels, Wendy, you are making Christ known. What would you say to the young adults listening? Let me go back to the parents for a moment. If I think about it, your time is so limited. And I think that when we're in, in the midst of it, we think, oh, this, this day is so long. I think they say the days are long, but the years are short. Heed that. It's true. It will go by so fast. And we have such a short stint of time to just speak God into those that are entrusted to us, especially our children. Take every moment, whether it's in the car, it's giving them your toddlers a bath, whether it's making dinner and you're sitting at the dinner table. Maybe you only sit at the dinner table one night a week. Make that the time to share God, to share out with one another. It doesn't have to be every night. We know you get busy, but it will be gone. And to young adults, embrace your parents. Embrace the words that you hear. I know you are on a path of independence. You know what you know, and your parents do not know. (laughs) And that's okay. But know that we are there to share and want to see you become just as successful as God has designed your life and what he wants you to do. Amen. Wendy, as we close this episode, thank you so much for being here. I love hearing your heart. And I hope that as you're listening to this episode that you can sense Wendy's heart because I know that she prays for the Family Disciple Me ministry. She prays over what she does on Instagram for this ministry. She prays over the people that she is entrusted with, all of them, her students, her own children, the the staff that she ministers to. But in the midst of that, I'm so grateful for this moment in time with you, Wendy. And normally I close us in prayer on these podcast episodes, but I would just love it if today you would pray the prayer of blessing and sending over us and over our listeners. Absolutely. I would be honored to. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you today and say thank you. Thank you for the time that you have set aside that we can share with our audience about how to seek God how to make him known to those around us. Lord, we know the work is so important. We know that you have called us to make disciples. Lord, to have a discipleship as much as we can, Lord Jesus. That is the Great Commission. That is what you have called us to do. And we are so thankful for that. Lord, I pray a special blessing over each and every one of the listeners today. I just pray that you would show show them your favor, that your hand would be upon them, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are thankful, we are blessed, and we come before you and we just say thank you. We love you, Almighty King, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Thank you for this time. It's in your precious and heavenly name that we would pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Wendy. And to our listeners, go with God, friends. Be encouraged. Meet with God and make Him known. We'll see you next time.